Welcome to Radio Rubber Room. Hey, Derek. How's hey. it going? We're here at Soundcheck Studios. We are. I am Derek. That is correct. And you are? Oh, I'm Chanel. You're Chanel. From Radio Rubber Room. I wasn't sure if I was going to get you with that one, but you got I it. I got it. You got it. Nice. Thanks. So uh, I passed my pop quiz already? Yes. Is that it, or is there another question? That was, um, that was the only question right now. Okay. Yeah. How you doing, D? Just hanging, hanging, having, a, having another Tuesday. Yay, yeah. Tuesday. Yay, Tuesday. Tuesdays are the best. Yeah. And we've got Andrew Bain from Andrew with us here today. Hello. Hey, Andrew Bain. How's it going? How's it going? Going pretty good. So you are one of the Andrews. Yes. In a band called Bandrew. In a band called Bandrew. This is true. A band of Andrews. A band of Andrews. Called Bandrew. We are all Andrew. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've also got some solo stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been playing solo since before I had a band. Right. You know, so it's always just kind of been the default, <laughs> you know. Since since before you had a band of Andrews. Uh, so yeah, before the band of Andrews, before the Splendid Sons days, even you know, it was oh, always. Man. I was like listening that. to some Splendid Sons the other day, really? having a nostalgic <laughs> flashback. Right. Every once in a while, I have to indulge just a little so bit. Good man, I miss Britney. <laughs> yeah. Right. So good. She's uh, over out in L.A. killing yeah. it. Uh, she just did like a BuzzFeed. I saw that uh, thing. That was pretty cool. Like yeah. Congrats, Brittany. Oh yeah, pretty awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. And, and then, I, I hear you've got a new project in the works. Is yeah, it? it's in the infancy. You gotcha. know what I mean? I've been talking to a couple people around town and writing a lot. You know, because I haven't been playing out at all. Like it's been probably almost two or three months since I've played out at all. Um, we released the album and played a couple times after that, and then. Um, you know, the other Andrews, they have some pretty awesome opportunities they're following, too, with Angelica and right. all that stuff. Getting to play with the Violent Femmes, like, what? Yeah, you know? Angelica Garcia, if you guys haven't checked it yeah. out, new Angelica album, Little Garcia Bird. is freaking awesome. But, so you know, good. they were doing stuff with her, and so I took the opportunity to, like, you know, focus on work and stuff like that and write and things, but now it's, it's finally... You got fledgling the to the top, you know what I mean? Yeah, and when you're as crazy as I am, you can't not do it, you know what I mean? So it's, it's that, it's, it's that release. boiling over, yeah. It's starting to boil over, and I've gotten sober, and so with being sober, music is more important than ever, so it's time, you know what I mean? Just awesome. to get on something new. Now, as far as putting together a new project, um, it should be pretty, you know, a good conversation, or an easy one for you to have. You can be like, yeah, I played in bands with, you know, Drummer PBR. Yeah, uh, I've been very stuff lucky. Like that, you know, you probably got a good look resume. Yeah, to hand people. I have been extremely lucky in the people I've played with. Like mm -hmm. they've all been phenomenal musicians that are ten times the musicians that I am. You know what I mean? Like they've dedicated their lives to it, and all of them deserve the the success that they have. You know what I mean? And having that, yes, does make things very easy to where, like, you know, look, here's what I have to offer, this is what I do, you know what I mean, and making that new project, it comes mm -hmm. a lot smoother with that transition, you know what I mean, but mm -hmm. there's still, like, you know, some things you call back to, you know what I mean, because mm -hmm. mostly, and hopefully, we'll be getting this going, you know, I've been talking to Nico about working on it in the studio with me and stuff, so you gotta bring your, you know, bring the, what's old into the new as well, you know what I mean, so. Yeah. He'll so, be helping um, me with it. What's uh, what's new with the new projects? I want to go, hopefully, in a different route that we've done before and pick up lots of weird instruments and basically rely on a lot of music instead of vocals and, you know, a lot of, like, the... Uh, the other stuff I did was a lot of writing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is going to be a more dynamic and kind of 
more music focused? Yeah, it's going to be a stronger focus on just music and, and, and you know, focusing on creating sounds and, and tones and, and walls and, you know what I mean? And, and trying to tell stories through the sound rather than So more of a to, soundscape right, style narrative. Exactly. But still with, of course, that style that you, I can't get away from. You right. know what I mean? Like, my love for Tom Waits will never die. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's still going to have that root of, like, demented circus you know what i mean i but do love that i do love that dimension of music <laughs> do, you, do you have a song titled that or no 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 but no. <laughs> it's it's more of a mantra <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a way of life really yeah exactly well uh we're glad to have you and um i know we, you haven't completely decided your set list so i guess we're all going to be surprised <laughs> yeah but we're um, going to hear that top of the top of the head here um, Very, but before we go, let's go ahead and give shout-outs to our sponsors. Yeah, let's shout-out to uh, Rostov's Coffee, The Camel, and we do have a show tomorrow. We do have a show tomorrow featuring MC Chicken, McChicken, yes. with Two Indecent. The Lord, our Savior, MC Chicken. And uh, The Price Experiment at The Camel, 10 p.m. It's free in all ages. We'll see you there. Uh, and then two weeks from tomorrow, on uh, November 30th, we have the My Way EP release party. Featuring performances by not only My Way, but Sarah White and Lightfields. Cool. Gonna be insane. Insane. That's November 16th and two weeks after that. And then two weeks after that, on December 14th, we have Lucid Traveler playing with Debrider and... Um, oh, I just put this up. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It's on the Facebook. It's uh, it's on the Facebook, but also uh, then December twenty eighth we have our family Rasta Christmas party. Ooh. That one's gonna be super fun. Uh, Lunar phases is opening up, and then Burning Fire, and then Drummy Zeb's new Rasta Country project yeah. is premiering for the first time in Richmond. He's already taken it all over the country and internationally, but this is the first time that Richmond gets to see it. So come on out, and again, all of those are free, all ages shows. You know, for our Facebook Live viewers out there, make sure. Um, always go to the website RadioRobin.com. Don't forget to subscribe on RadioRobin.Podbean.com, iTunes, YouTube, all them junks, or just Google stuff. You know, Radio Rub Room. Subscribe everywhere. <laughs> Drummies and our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook. Well, I, I knew I left something out. Friendster. Do we, have, we don't have a Friendster. No Friendster. We don't have a Friendster. But do join our Friends of Radio Rubber and Facebook group to make sure you get invitations to all of our events and uh, specials. Sneak pre. Sneak peeks, sneak, sneak peeks. Peekies. Sneak peeks at uh, our latest performance videos and more from Radio Rubber Room. All right, we're going to get to our first break. We'll be back with a live one from Andrew Bain here in Radio Rubber Room. But right now, this is the trillions with right till proven wrong.
They say Curiosity killed the cat. I don't think that's true unless the weird kid down the street is named Curiosity. This band is killing it! Hell yeah. Hey, what's going on with that guy? And this chick. Oh my god! Everyone's turning into zombies! Ah, uh, no, no, not zombies! I think they're hungry. We need Chef X! Chef X! Sausage stars! Whoa! Nice shooting, Chef X! This one's still a zombie! Burger! Stat! Yay! Yay! Chef X saved the day! The Camel, 1621 West Broad Street, serving great music seven nights a week until 2 a.m. and great food Sunday through Thursday from 3 p.m. to 12 a.m. 1 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays with brunch served every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. See you at the Camel! Hey, bras and bras ears. They say that those who don't remember history are doomed to repeat it. Well, I'm not gonna let that happen to my bras and brasettes. So this is history with your bra Travis. I'm Travis. So like in 1812, the British were like, hey, let's go take back America. And then James Madison got on his horse and he's like, hell no, bra, hell no. And then Francis Scott Key was like, bombs bursting in air, bra, bombs bursting in air. And that's where we get the song before sporting events. This has been History with your bra, Travis. I'm Travis. They say it's tough to find a needle in a haystack, but if you want a real challenge, try to find the hay in a needle stack. Oh uh -huh.
death without explanation I am hatred towards salvation I am everything, I am nothing actually a really old song okay. um, that one was probably one of the it felt a little too to me yeah I do like tool it felt, it um, felt a little too to me it's one of those songs that it was like a vomit song you know what okay. I mean like where you're just like really uh, at the time I was pretty fucked up um, and uh, it just kind of happens you know what I mean <laughs> and it, uh, you don't really have a say in it you know what I mean but like it's a it's a super old song from probably back in like two thousand seven or two thousand eight. You know what I mean? It's just one of those ones that always stuck around. I like it. <laughs> I dig it. Thanks. Now, uh, tell me how that'll change. When, is that is that one going to be part of the new project? Probably not. Um, that's okay. one of those ones I like to keep for myself. Um, I am going to be going to the studio like hopefully within the next two or two months or so. Like I'm saving up the funds and everything right now, but I want to put out like a kind of a solo thing as well and that song will probably go on that you know what I mean just being able to take those musical contacts I have and, and being lucky enough to know the people I do call them up and offer them some money and say hey come to the studio and 
make me sound cool. You know what I mean? And <laughs> that, that'll probably be one of the songs that's on there, you know? Okay. Yeah. So we've got not only a new project coming up, but also a solo album. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. And then also, but, and then back to release this year, um, Bandrew did put it out. Put out an album this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, where can people find that? Uh, Bandcamp, uh, or you can hit one of the Andrews up and ask us. We'll get you a tape that has the download code. You know, we have the uh, tape copies. You can also go to Plan Nine. They still have them over there. I think a couple of them left. So a cassette nice. with yeah. a download option yeah. on the cassette. Because my whole thing is like, you know, local music. It, it, the it's me nuts. yeah, it's driving me crazy, gotcha. and I couldn't get it. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. It's all those gray hairs that are falling okay. out. But um, you Same know. Work. Local music, the physical copy is almost a novelty. You buy it because you support the band. You know what I mean? Right. But do you actually take that physical copy and then use it that often? Probably not. You put it on your computer, you put it on your iPhone, you put it on whatever, and you have a digital. So we were like, screw it, let's make a tape that, you know, even if you don't have. I have a, a signed tape copy player, of it. See, I, I, like, I just make my friend matter, sign you know? all the things. So I yeah. have a signed copy nice. of the tape from that's your perfect. release party. Yeah, that's awesome. But, um, you know, put it on tape, give them a download code. I figured it was cheaper and, you know, much easier to manage. Like, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, as long as you have the download code. Yeah, that's all that matters. Like, that's one of the things Derek and I struggle with is when bands give us CDs. It's like, okay, but how do we get this on our computers? None of us have right. disk drives anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah, when I made that the switch to the computer without the disk drive to the one with, or the one with without was very tough transition for me. But yeah. now we've got an external drive that totally works. Exactly. So we're working on it. Well, that's good. But yeah. Now, the kiss in my, I haven't. Had a computer with a cassette, a cassette dock though. I don't think that I don't <laughs> Do think they, they make those. They have, they have like adapters a, where like you can plug it in, it'll just go into like your your USB jack, mm -hmm. like it. So the same in. way that they have them for like record players mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then the files transfer over. Right. Yeah. So you can play them straight in. But with luckily with the download code, you don't even gotta worry about it. Yeah. There you go. You know what I mean? Just download it right on. Now is there is there a sound difference like a, like because you know people yeah. love the the difference between the vinyl and the tape mm -hmm. and like. Uh, like there is a definite like this the the album was mixed for tape you know what i mean okay. like so when you hear it on tape it's how it's supposed to sound it's like that wall that comes at you you don't hear the empty space and all that kind of stuff when you're listening to it digitally because you have that perfect sound quality that gotcha. happens but when you put it through tape or like something with like that hiss that happens it always i, I don't know i always like the way it sounds better i've always liked that physical stuff like the analog yeah. playing like it just sounds better Always will. So is that going to be maybe reoccurring with the new projects? Go that go that route? Uh, I don't know. It kind of just depends on what's cost effective at the time. I mean, if I have the ability, I would definitely like to make CDs that look cool and stuff. You know what I mean? And make like with the print it on vinyl. Yeah, and print it on vinyl and stuff like that. But you know, vinyl is in money. Yeah. And uh, same thing with CDs. And you can't you can't get a good price unless you get them in bulk. You right. know what I mean? And so it just kind of depends on. What happens? What might be since it is just a novelty, I don't know the price point on it. But since it is for more the novelty factor, mm -hmm. um, like wax cylinder could be cool. Yeah, that could be cool. I don't know. Put it on a uh, who's doing that anymore? Phonogram? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's doing that anymore. But um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's that takes up a lot of space though too. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's I'm pretty big. Throwing, I'm just spitballing. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to do that. Hey, if you, you know, uh, you don't have to do that. If you steal a, a, a Tesla, mm -hmm. you know, does, does that mean it's an Edison? <laughs> uh, <which>? <laughs> <laughs> I take that. Good one. <laughs> 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 Drop one dad joke, you know. <laughs> Goes with the shirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well. I'm gonna pretend like I, I got that joke. Um, <laughs> moving forward, no, I'm sorry. But uh, um, 
Yeah, so there's always yeah different options. Yeah, yeah. and it just always you know, depends on where you're at. Uh, you know, starving artist, you can't dictate. You know, mm -hmm. beggars can't be choosers. You so know I'm saying, I, mean? I don't know what the price point is, but even maybe like maybe like a DIY. Those might be really expensive. Maybe like yeah. a, a just DIY project with like really just melting crayons or something. <laughs> yeah. you know? Just etch it in. Yeah, it's not like anyone's going to actually be able to play it to know that it's not... You actually, don't know that. That's true. I don't actually know that. You're right. It's true. I'll, let's move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go check out the Bandrew record, though. Yeah. It's uh, bandrewtrifecta.bandcamp.com. Bandrewtrifecta at bandcamp.com. Dot bandcamp.com. Dot bandcamp.com. Yes. Um, and tell me more about that album. Uh, um... Where'd you guys record? We recorded with Minimum Wage, Lance Kohler, mm -hmm. you know, drummer for No BS, the man, the legend, the myth. Um, you know, we the recorded there. Man. We got it mixed through Brian Farquhar. Um, uh, you know, run sound check. Yeah. Hey, Brian, are you here? Brian, are you there? Hi. That's Brian. Yeah. Hello. And, uh, <laughs> I thought that was you. You know, it, it was, uh, or no, it wasn't. It was Walthall. It was Walthall exactly. that did it. It was Walthall. Walthall. I was Brian. thinking I that because Brian's sitting on the other side of the wall right now. <laughs> stuck in my head. I can't stop thinking about that, man. Um, I mean, you get stuck in your head. Yeah, cool. you know. But, uh... Farquhar. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, 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 was a, it was a nice, quick process. Like, it, it took maybe two or three months all together. We did it in four days, five days in the studio. We got basically all the drum and bass done in one day. Because Carper and Sisk are just mammals. Yeah, they're they're Monsters. so good at what they do, and the rest of it was just finite little things. But you know, what I learned from the Splendid Suns record was you didn't want it to sound overproduced. So that was our biggest focus on that record was making sure that it stayed with our sound and stayed very raw. And well, very, and I mean that is you know, your sound. Real, yeah. As a, as a fan drew from the early days. <laughs> yes. You know, from the, there's from a, the back of the day. There's there's a lot of, a lot of your sound is that, it's rough. There's yeah. feedback. There's empty space. Mm -hmm. It's progressive, and then it's really hard and in your face. Right. And then it's mathy and <laughs> ridiculous and screamy and yes. yeah, it's, all those things. It's one of those things. I don't. I don't use pedals. I don't. You know what I mean? It, it, it's all about just the sound you can make right away. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's all. That's all it is. And you definitely play your guitar as an extension of your voice. Which is one of my yeah. favorite things about listening it's, to you play. Thank you. Like, it's never been something where I've considered myself a guitarist or a singer. You know what I mean? It's, you're a songwriter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can pick up any tool. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if it's guitar, if it's a bass, if it's a piano. Makes whatever. the right sounds. It's just and it's make sounds been... and play and say something over top of it, you're good to go. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, like, every, every banjo song is, in a way, kind of that same kind of idea of the soundscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Like, creating its own tone and its own flow, you know what I mean? Every song that Bandrew did was always kind of very of its own nature, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Like, all the songs that they had, like, Carper and Sis know how to fill them out perfectly to make them sound different than all the other things that we were playing, you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's a very, like I said, I lucked out in playing with the people I played with because they can create such a unique vibe, you know? Now, um, now there's the new project in the works, um, but are there, is there going to be more coming from Bandrew possibly in the future? As a, as a, as of a course. Like, as long as the three of us are friends, that band will never die. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's one of those things where we played together for so long, we know each other's rhythm and know, like feed off each other so well that like, once, like whenever we sat down, we, you know, most shows we played, we sat down once beforehand and played it. You know what I mean? And that would determine 
how good we were because some shows we wouldn't even get a chance to practice beforehand and we could still get up and do it somehow you know what i mean and it might not be to our perfect like our liking of perfection or what our view of perfection was but it would always go over well yeah and well, like and you guys used to play shows together constantly every yeah week. all the time yeah and then that kind of you know I had to take focus on myself because, yeah. you know, I had kind of a mental break and needed time away from everything and, and had this a relapse happened. and all that kind of stuff and just had to get away. And, you know, they had these opportunities presenting themselves and it was just kind of the perfect timing to like step back, take stock of my life and like put forth something new and start trying different methods of living. I'm super proud of you, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate then, that. Well, follow up <laughs> question to that then. Um, being that you're always, you know, trying to grow your sound and try new mm -hmm. things, would you be open to anybody that maybe would come to your mind that plays either keys, horns, or mm -hmm. as long as their name's Andrew? As long as their name's Andrew, they can. That's the only requirement of joining the band mm -hmm. is being named Andrew. Now, could you change your name to Andrew to join the band legally? We so offered. Long as you do it legally. We, we offered Nelson the opportunity, but instead he moved to China. So well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Change my name, move to China. Change my name. Every opportunity is there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Life cool. hats and stuff. Right. But, you know, with the new project, the whole focus is going to be on not your conventional sound. Uh, you know, picking up new instruments and new musicians and stuff. We, we were talking about, me and Nico were talking about talking to a guy who plays trombone or, you know what I mean? And, and trying to pick up weird things that are just going to make it sound not like anything around here you know what i mean so like trying to be fun. as inventive as possible so Sounds hopefully it'll be a lot fun. of fun and it'll be put together very soon <laughs> cool well keep hopefully. me posted yeah for i want sure. to come to a practice and check it out definitely it'll be a lot of fun <laughs> we're gonna have a good time as we always do exactly we are gonna get to our next break and come back um with another live one from andrew bain here on radio rubber room Ooh. But let's take a little time to listen to some, uh, maybe some Toxic Moxie. Yes, good please, to and always. This is a simulation here on Radio Rubber Room.
You should never beat a dead horse. You really shouldn't beat a live horse. You really shouldn't beat any animal, dead or alive. You're a bad person. Stop beating animals. Seriously. I don't like it. Derek, you're beating a dead horse. I'm sorry. It just really it makes me angry. Hey, this is your bro Travis, and I love history. I love coffee too. So today I'm going to give you a little history about coffee. Coffee was discovered by a goat herder in Ethiopia who noticed his goats were getting all hype after eating some berries. He tried them and got all jacked too. So he took them to some monks who burned them because they thought they were the devil's berries. But they dug the smell and poured some boiling water on them. They totally dug this new beverage. It helped them concentrate during meditation and stuff. They started having a cup every day. The drink spread through the Middle East, Europe, and to the Americas. Yo, and in 1979, Jay Rostov opened up a coffee roastery in Richmond, Virginia. And Rostov's Coffee and Tea has been roasting coffee in Richmond for over 35 years now. They roast over 1,500 pounds a week on premises using a Jabez Burns roaster from the 1930s. But that's a history lesson for a different day, brah. Rostov's Coffee and Tea. 1618 West Main Street, or find Rostov's Coffee at many of your favorite spots around town, or even order online at www.rostovs.com. Rostov's Coffee and Tea, the best way to start your day in RVA, brah. In order to live in a more perfect society, it is important to know about money. Money is a way for people to trade goods and services with one another. Some money is printed on paper and it's colorful and pretty. It can also sometimes be drab and have pictures of 300 year old dudes on it. Lesser denominations of money are given out as tokens. They are round shiny things. Different values of paper money and coins generally have different images. Money has many different names like dough, clams, bananas, moolah, cash, and cashola, beans, benjamins, bills, bread, and the dippy dappy. They say money can't buy you happiness. It can buy you yachts though. Can't buy me love? Negotiable. There's just something I love about yachting. Money is the root of all evil. Well, I'll see you in hell, buddy. A penny saved is a penny earned. Good luck with those pennies, pal. Try grabbing a nickel or 400,000. So if you're looking to get money, you can't afford it. If you have money, share the wealth, friend. Make money a part of your life today. Don't let the cat out of the bag? No, you let the cat out of the bag. Right now. Why is the cat even in the bag? Why would you put a cat in a bag? It is a living animal. That is not how you treat animals. It makes me... Let the cat out of the bag. Derek, you're beating a dead horse. I'm sorry, I didn't want to beat a dead horse. I'm not beating a horse. I'm not beating any animal. This makes me so mad. Let the cat out of the bag. Please. Let him out of the bag. Ugh. Sit and wait. 
singing through the storm from a long forgotten voice. Thanks. Thank you. That was awesome, man. Thank you, sir. Tell us a little bit about that tune, if you like. Uh, that's a new one. Brand new one. Brand, Brand new one? I dig it a lot. Thanks. It, 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 it felt fresh. Yeah, it it's a fresh song. It's yeah. a fresh one. Brand new. I dig it. Um, you know, it's one of those songs that comes out of isolation. You know what I mean? Like, I don't go out, I don't do anything anymore. I don't see people anymore at work. You know what I mean? So when I'm at home, it's like... We miss you, it's by the way. Yeah, I miss you guys, too. It's a sanctuary thing, you know what I mean? So all the songs that I have been writing now have been kind of like that. You know what I mean? It's very, like... Lucid and I don't know. Is that another one you're keeping, uh, maybe for this just the solo project? Um, that one will or... probably be solo, but uh, we've played around with it, mm -hmm. and it's got some potential, you know, to be yeah. opened up and played upon. So it's got a lot of potential. We'll see where it goes. It's a really you know. good song, dude. Thank you. It's a really good song. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about that chorus. Um. Heed the words of all those little birds singing through the storm from a long forgotten void. It's all about the innocence of your childhood, you know what I mean? Just kind of like still telling you what you should do because your conscience never grows up, you know what I mean? Your conscience is always there from the get-go and it's, it doesn't change. It doesn't, you know, you can damage it, you can beat it up, you can ignore it, and most people ignore it, but it never goes away. But like, unless you're a sociopath who's never born with one in the first place. Yeah. But, you know... Um, that that's basically what the song is about. It's just like heeding the warnings and heeding, you know, your inner voice and that conscience. You know what I mean? Like, don't mess everything up like you always have. You know what I mean? Like, that's basically the whole root of the song. I have a little. I like that. I have a little cricket that tells me what to do. Oh yeah. His name's not Jiminy, is it? No, shoulder. it's like Anthony. It's Jeff. <laughs> cool. I'm a real boy. But I really like yeah. that. That like the voices aren't other people's voices. You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. like, you, it could go any number of ways on that. Yeah. And, like, there are always those voices of, like, your, there's your own voice. Mm-hmm. And then there's all those other voices that you've heard. Yeah. And, like, you know, the, the point is, you know, to tune all of that out. Only listen to yourself. You know what I mean? And what you need to do. Because if it came down to what other people thought about what I was doing right now, I wouldn't be living the way I was living. You know what I right. mean? I wouldn't be going home every night and staying home and you know it wouldn't have been a year since I've had a drink you know what I mean like if I'd listened to other people and done all that kind of stuff thank you but like you know if I hadn't listened to myself I would have gotten kept getting swept swept away it just felt like you're, you're trying to build a foundation of something really cool and something really awesome and you know your passion deserves every ounce of effort you know what I mean you can't build that foundation on sand you know what I mean? And that's that's what drugs and alcohol and partying constantly and all that kind of stuff will do to you. It'll make your foundations turn into sand and then you've got no footing to take off from, you know? Yep. So that's the, been the focus lately and that's that song really personifies that for me. You know what I mean? That's got to be a, that's gotta be a good um, secure feeling too as far as the muse because, you know, a lot of people rely on that too for that mm -hmm. muse yeah. and that inspiration. I think you mentioned in the last song that was written during right exactly so and I, and I know a lot of people like maybe can't find that muse otherwise mm -hmm. so it's got to be a reassuring feeling to make those changes and well, still 
have the songs come. I will tell you, <clears throat> one of the biggest fears of getting sober and trying to clean my life up and stuff, especially after that last relapse, was like um, the fear, and this is a constant thing, every single time I write a song, I'm always scared that that's the last song I'm going to write. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I and like once I stopped doing all of that and had all that external influence gone, it felt like the inspiration was gone with it. You know what I mean? And that the that song and a couple of the other tunes I've been working on lately have been almost like redemption songs to me. You know what I mean? Where, where it's you just like find that where, inner voice. Yeah, and like the the drive that you had from the get go that wasn't just fueled by everything you had been doing, but that started this. You know what I mean? So it feels like you you grasp onto that original thing that made you love what you do you know what I mean and I'm back to that almost and it, it's it's raw it feels good you know yeah it's just refreshing to feel like you have a new perspective on music and to be able to feel like it's not muddled up by the same old same old drama hey man I just took two days off and I'm feeling that way <laughs> right <laughs> like, like like I Miranda was like did you not go out last night? I was like, no, dude. I slept for two nights and it was awesome. See, and like that kept happening to me more and more often until eventually I just kept sleeping. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, <laughs> I mean, like it's a balance between like going out and supporting and being there and watching your things, mm -hmm. but like not getting wasted. Right. Like going out, having a drink because oh hey, that's how bands get paid. Right. But like also not overdoing it right. and not doing and not letting that become the focus and anything I think that's is okay that's, with re if you're responsible about it i think that's know? one of the things i worry about most is like i don't i worry about people when when and i worry about myself too when it the party becomes the focus and not the music mm -hmm. and i think it's a constant struggle and a constant balancing act i agree and totally. you know you, i mean especially with so many people especially in richmond you know like Lately, we've lost a lot of people. You have no idea. We've lost like, so many people. So many people. people. Heroin is a terrible drug. Heroin I'm going to go ahead and say that out loud. Drug. And it, it can ruin your life in a heartbeat. And, and you know, that, that even two weeks ago, a friend of mine, Taylor, passed away. And that, that's the sixth person this year that I've known personally right. with, like, you know, a very close relationship that has passed away in 2016 because of heroin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what made me get away from it, get off of it you know, and not be even be able to be in the city where I know it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, the and, that's, whole, and that's terrifying. It's terrifying. But it's, it's also bad. sad. It's just, it, it, it's all together just a letdown. You and know one of the things I tell no people all what. the time is like, if that's in our community, it's only a matter of time before we destroy everything we've built. Mm -hmm. If that's allowed in our community and if that's allowed in our scene, it's only a matter 100%. of time before everything we built crumbles it's infectious around us. Because... You get that whole mentality when you're playing around town and stuff that, like, you know, oh, you can try it. You know what I mean? It, but, like, one of those no, things, it, no. it, it takes a hold of you right away. And it's, I've it, seen it's, so it's, many... There's only one way that ends. Right. And I've seen so many good musicians just be put either in bad spots because of it or be completely wiped off the face of the map altogether. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. And it goes back generations, too, where, like, even when I was playing in Splendid Sons, I, like, was sat down by someone I care about very much, and they were talking to me about their ex-husband who, you know, had this record deal on point, and, and they were, in the 80s, they were about to be on the map. You know what I mean? They were, they were sitting down with Warner Brothers, all this stuff, and he showed up. He was, they obviously loaded and they canceled everything, and he never played music. No, because like, why are you going to invest in he that? He wasn't able to. The band broke up after that because they all resented him for it. And you know what I mean? And like when you have 
generational pe like stories like that coming back from then and then seeing it now and stuff. How can you? Well, and it's worse worse now with fentanyl. Like fentanyl being in oh, it and all Jesus. this horrible stuff. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's don't ripping do... holes and everything. Mm. It's bad. Don't do don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> I think they call it smack it. because that's what you want to do to somebody when you see them on it. Right? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's how I feel about it. Out of them. That's how I feel about it. I'd rather it's smack bad. my friends than watch them be smacked. Exactly. Well, <clears throat> um, as far as um, off the top of the head, we can maybe um, get it out there more in a different way. But um, and thanks for talking about that. Yeah, of course. As far as where people I'm an advocate might be dealing, now, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it, um, anywhere to direct people as far as. Uh, NA programs are everywhere. Uh, you know, uh, my former trumpet player Dean, he, he just got out of. You know, he doesn't mind putting this out there. I'm sure he puts it out there himself. But uh, you know, he just got out of you know that life and everything. And he was even telling me about you know how much it can help because he goes to daily NA and that they have that where every single day you can go to a group and sit down with somebody and talk to people, and they don't even know your last name. They don't even care. You know what I mean? They're just there to listen to you, and that's. Amazing, and like there are tons there's of tons of programs, even phone numbers you can call to just be able to like you know talk to somebody. Talk you down. Yeah, and and sometimes you just need that. Sometimes you can't go to the people that are closest to you, and that really sucks. You know what I mean? Because but they love you so much, and it hurts, right? And then makes you feel guilty, and it's yeah. this whole cycle of doom. And the only way you can handle that really is by talking to an external source and mm -hmm. figuring out a plan. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's what I had to do in my life, and. It works. Can you we know? do another high five on that? Yeah, totally. I'll like, take one. I'll forever one. now be an advocate for it, though. You know what I mean? It's just like kill your local heroin dealer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I don't advocate murder. Well, not advocating know. murder, but like, you know, that whole movement and everything of like, you know, just like having absolutely no tolerance. Well, towards here's them, the thing: you know I mean? is like, we define our scene and we define our community by the actions we mm -hmm. take every day, yep. and how we respond to it. So, by saying nothing, by doing nothing. You allow it and you condone it. Yep. yep. And um, well, I did say a couple weeks ago too. Um, um, there was a big bust that was the the quantities were. Um, it was pretty much thought that that's where a lot of the yeah stuff was coming from too, which is always that's a good thing. But, but the sad uh, thing is, is they took pounds and pounds and pounds and pounds and pounds of kilos and kilos and kilos off the street in that moment, and it didn't touch anything. Like everyone I knew was still able to get everything that they needed. You know what I mean? And uh, that was a sad thing. It's going from knowing, you know, these people on that side of things and, and working with them and, and then talking to them now, being clean and stuff, and being like, so how are you doing? Like, how's it going? Are, have you been sick? You know what I mean? Because I get worried. I know that, you know, if you go more than 12 hours, you're throwing up, you're getting sick, you're, you, you know, it's bad. So I like to check in on people and I'll say, you know, how's it going? Oh, I'm fine. You know, and, and like that's what scared me There's the worst. Nothing is scarier. that you know nothing changed. There wasn't a, a shortage. As soon as I read about it in the news, like I was calling my friends and stuff, trying to talk to them and stuff, but they, uh, it, I was expecting them not to be able to find anything. You know what I mean? And be like, oh man, they must be sick right now. They probably need. You know what I mean? And oh no, I'm good. Like yeah, I went and picked up yesterday. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh God, like it doesn't change anything. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be available. So literally, it's it's all your you can choice. Do is choose. All yeah, you can do is choose. Your choice. Make the right one. So, to better choices. Yes, because I made the wrong choices for way too long, and it it will ruin you in the end. Every it second is, a, is an opportunity to make a better choice. Mm -hmm. I agree. 100%. And on that note... We are going to get to our next break. Um, we're going to hear a couple tunes in this one. Um, we're going to hear from um, Akasha, 
but we're gonna kick it off with My Way, who's gonna be releasing yeah. a new album two weeks from I've now. I've been so excited yeah, to 30th, hear this or new November album. November 30th. Like, I've been following him, recording it in the studio, all those <clears throat> posts he posts about it and stuff. Like, Jay, Jay, yeah. Jay is gonna be, he, he's the man, but like, that album's gonna be awesome. Like, I, I just, I know. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> I know it. We're gonna catch a little sneak peek and uh, yeah, join us for the release party at the Campbell in two weeks. Yeah. But this is My Way with OMG here on Radio Rubber Room. OMG. Oh, 
You're listening to Radio Rubber Room. Papa Gusta! Greetings and or salutations. I'm Derek from Radio Rubber Room. You may not know this about me, but I cry once a day for no reason at all, just to let it out. I'm here to warn you about a danger that is growing by the minute, leaving families stricken in fear, forcing them to leave their homes, and destroying the moral fiber of society itself leaving our communities in peril and single-handedly shredding the Constitution of the United States of America. By now you must know what I'm talking about. The Serial Street Flasher, or the SSFs. It is not clearly known why these poor souls feel the urge to share the full, unadulterated view of their frontal portions in public. Scientists are baffled. Politicians are scrambling. Vegans are reconsidering. But this threat is ever-rising taking a toll on the day-to-day lives of everyone. The statistics show that it is likely certain and even possible that you and everyone you cherish will bear the torment of being forced to witness the unbearable acts of these foul-minded flashers once every day. This could result in suicide rates rising to 10,000%, non-sexuality and further unspeakable acts. So be wary of flashers in your area. Look out for older men with mustaches and or sunglasses, or a combination of the two. Probably. They will most definitely be wearing trench coats, or a robe, and no pants. So if you see any middle-aged men in jackets, you should avoid them altogether. Be alert. They might flash you, or your baby, or your mother, or gam-gam. Also be alert that your baby might be a serial flasher. We are receiving an increasing number in reports of baby flashers. The rate of baby flashers has been on the rise since the early 90s, since the release of Nirvana's Nevermind. If you have seen a flasher or think you might be one yourself, contact the authorities immediately. But also beware of police flashers. It's hard to know who's on your side sometimes. Together, we can make this a flash-free America.
Hey guys, it's Sean from Radio Rubber Room, and I have a great product that I developed in my grandpa's tool shed. I sometimes find myself feeling troubled after eating glue, my insides feeling all bound and twisted up. That's why I invented my own glue that's great for eating. Use Sean's glue for all kinds of useful things like decorate cake, make sandwich, spread on toast, or just eat it out of the container with a used popsicle stick. You can stick stuff to other stuff with it too. My glue is infused with vitamins and minerals for an extra boost of vitamins and minerals. My glue also comes in flavors like meat, cocoa, wood, purple, and glue, all of my favorites. You'll be eating Sean's glue for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can even use it to stick stuff to other stuff. Don't think my glue is for you? Try my spackle. Sean's Edible Glue, because constipation is no picnic. Shots at your hope 
like shooting fish in a barrel It's the only way I know how to cope Won't you resurrect my patience, dear divine And cut me down that dotted line And restore back within me all of my childlike It's like, uh, it's one of those songs where, like, you know, you're, you're walking down the street whistling, even though the world's burning around you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's one of those kind of songs. It's a good way to put that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've dealt with mental health issues for the entirety of my life, and, you know, that that's just one of those songs that always makes me feel better. You know what I mean? Like, even when everything seems super dark, you can just kind of zone out, you know? So is that recorded anywhere? That song's not recorded not yet. Not recorded yet. No. Uh, except, you know, just now. Well, yeah, well, yeah. just now, yeah. But, uh, we'll send you the single. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that song's not been done on an album or anything like that, but it is one of my favorites. But I think it's one of those ones I, I might not ever record it, you know what I mean? Just to kind of keep it there for experience-wise, you know what I mean? So that way the only way... You, people hear it is when it's real you know what I mean it's one of those songs that's really important to me so like putting it down on a record would make it feel too artificial gotcha. you know what I mean like <laughs> so we need to unrecord it yeah we got to get rid of this whole thing not gonna happen okay <laughs> it's stuck I'm I'm it's in there now. but there's context sir. there's context it was live yeah so it's all good yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, tell me about like what how was the world burning when you wrote that one um that one was written probably about two months before I got clean the first time. Which, the first time I got clean, I counted as getting clean the first time, but I was only clean for about maybe three weeks. You know what I mean? Hey, you tried. But um, towards the end of that debauchery period of my life, I, you know, had overdosed. I had, um, you know, lost my job and was only playing music and didn't have anywhere to stay. You know what I mean? Everything was very... I didn't even have a guitar. All my equipment had gotten stolen. You know what I mean? So, like, I 
was just lost. It didn't have anything holding me down. You know what I mean? No anchor, no no nothing anywhere. And that's where that song kind of... Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. That song kind of came out of that. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, I was having a really good day and was like, you know, with some friends hanging out. We were, you know, having a great time and stuff. And I went home and wrote that song. And then it's just like, wow. You know, even on like the worst of times, if you just like forget about it for a minute and focus on the moment you're in everything can be fine just like, be present yeah and just keep be going present and don't focus on it you know what i mean it'll save your life like and that's what that song is you know yeah because if you focus on all the bad things at once it's a really good recipe for self-destruction yeah exactly <laughs> story <laughs> of my life <laughs> yeah it's like focus because i can't turn it all off you know what i mean it was it's so hard to turn it all off you know and for the longest time that was the hardest thing to figure out was how to turn it off. Yeah. You know? I mean, I get overwhelmed all the time. Like, I think yeah. about all the things I need to do, all the things I need to fix, all the things I need to work on, and it's just, ah, and then yeah. I just want to curl up under the blankets and go back to sleep. Exactly. Like, that. that's that's the story of my life right there. It's kind of, and I think I'm right now in a perpetual phase of just curling up in a ball and sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, that's I mean, where sometimes I'm at, you have to. Sometimes <laughs> you have to catch up on rest, though. Exactly. Like, sometimes you, have to, sometimes you have to close your eyes and go to sleep. Right. Which, you know, when you... We're coming from a time in your life where you maybe slept like two hours a night. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's taking right some time. Yeah, take some time. Yeah. Catch up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain times where curling up under the blankets and going to sleep is the best choice. Yeah, that's usually my best choice in life. <laughs> every other choice I make can seem to get me to a place where that usually ends up being what I need. So. Or you know, write a song about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's my that's my that's my advice for everyone about everything nowadays. Though is just write write about it, write a song about it. I thought you were gonna say you know go to sleep. Mean? Oh yeah, go to sleep too. Or take a but, nap and then talk to a friend. Yeah, but like I, I will always say, one of the things I think we lack on as a culture and a society now is reading and writing. Like I, I really agree. think that it is uh, an art that is being forgotten and left behind in this technological advanced age that we're delving into now and, and it's it's literally the only thing I tell people now when they're upset when they're depressed like dude lose yourself in a book like dude, what sit down and read a book right now I'm reading what am I reading I just fit no I'm not reading anything right now that's bad no that's really bad like I just finished rereading Lord of the Rings again okay see but, I'm rereading Game of Thrones yeah I read that that's for the second time um I read a lot of like at world's like uh, Ken Follet, uh, yeah. at world's end, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Pillars of the Earth. Yeah, I love those books. Um, those ones are great. Yeah, um, I read a lot. Like this past year, I actually undertook the uh, the 101 books you need to read before you die BBC list. Okay. So I'm on 76 right now. Like, nice. Out of 101. Out of 101. But like some of those books are just Italians to get through. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I mean? When I read Faulkner, I have to read everything over. Oh. Three Faulkner or four times, forever, you know what yeah. I mean? Like even when I well, read, well, his sentences like, are so long and yeah, so detailed. Yeah, like yeah. you really have, like it takes energy to focus on those things. Exactly. And to picture them all and to like put all the details. Because in the place. words they choose are important, and like you, like like when you read somebody like that, you you have to take it in. You know what I mean? And and I I find it the most difficult to, to sit down and give it the time it deserves. You know what I mean? Because it's not one of those things where you sit down and you just read it straight through and then you're there. You know what I mean? You have to meditate on it. You know what I mean? It's the it's same thing with Nietzsche or something like that. not reading like, to get to the end. Right, exactly. It's reading to experience the actual language of it. Exactly. And it's good practice for listening. Mm-hmm. 100%. But, like, that's what's lacking nowadays, though, is just not reading books, even if it's just, like, science fiction or fantasy or something like that, like... 
read, write, sit down and write in a journal. Like, you know what I mean? People, people used to journal constantly because that was something to occupy yourself. You didn't have a tablet. You didn't have Facebook just to scroll through and write your random feeling, you know, in one quick witty sentence. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, a, it's something that used to be so therapeutic and still is therapeutic. You know what I mean? It still has huh? so much value to it and, and it's just not done anymore. Like, it, People just don't do it when I. Well, when and I, I think that goes back to your first song too. Yeah. Is like it allows you to hear and reflect on your own voice in a way exactly. that you don't really get to. Mm-hmm. And you don't otherwise. have to be a writer, you know. Like it's one of those things people think that like journaling sounds like a, a journal from the 1800s. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sweet Elizabeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I mean, if you can like, do it, do it. If you can do it, you can do it. But like, you know, it doesn't have to be like you know you're writing. It just can be writing anything. Like uh, one of my favorite things. Uh, uh, favorite shows on TV right now is Bob's Burgers and like the way Tina journals is perfect sure, like good. like all like just little things you know what I mean like if uh, if guys had uteruses <laughs> they had uteruses and so, like, you know what I mean like little things like that like I don't know shit. that sounds like Twitter to me yeah but write it down on paper you know what I mean like if you have thoughts keep a little thing on you start writing you know what I mean it's it, it's it's good for you so like, you can tweet them later yes so you can tweet them or later. so you can think about them and expand on them later exactly I'm just, I don't know, that's been like, my two biggest things lately that have been pressing on my mind is like drug rehabilitation and making people read. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, read books, don't do drugs. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. simple as that. Good advice. Like, that's, that's what saved my life. Like, try it. <laughs> it's good for you, you know? Like, honestly, like, it, it, just like your body needs sustenance, your brain needs sustenance, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, you're, you're... You're eating junk food by scrolling through Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a big bag of potato chips. Like, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's not even worth it, you know? And, and you sit down and experience, in, like, a novel or even, like, s something philosophy or something like that. And it, it gets your brain working in ways that you're not expecting. And everyone's, their biggest complaint is always sitting there and being like, well, it t I get so bored or it takes forever. Or like, you know, like, whatever. Like, it's one of those things you, you got to sit down and give it the chance because... Your brain, if you haven't read a book in a long time, you aren't used to it. Your brain It's like an exercise routine. Yeah, it is. Like, the more you read, the easier it gets to read. That's what people And the more fun get. it gets. And the more fun, the more awesome it gets, the more your imagination clicks back on. And, like, that's kind of what saved my inspiration when I stopped doing drugs and stuff with writing music and stuff is now constantly being lost in a book or, like, reading something, you know what I mean, brings back that imagination and that, that inspiration to go into something original, you know what I mean? And it also, like, retrains your brain to think more com in more complex and mm -hmm. nuanced ways. Yeah, yeah. You start being able to narrate the world around you, you know what I mean? And, and it also offers, like, perspective yeah, in a way a that huge you can't perspective. get. Right. Like, even from watching movies or TV and stuff, like, yeah, you see your the whole... Your brain is mostly off for that. Right. You're, you're, you're getting the whole perspective of one big thing, but, like, when you're reading, you're piecing it together as you go, and that gets your brain firing in ways it's not used to. So many know. more synapses. Yes, exactly. That's like all I want for the world right now. It's just to read books and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> just read books, man. Read more books. Read more books. Read books, don't do drugs. It's my mantra. Mantras. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to get to our uh, one last break here. And then um, um, we've got one more live one from um, Andrew Bain. Um, but right now we're going to hear from Don't Chase Felix. Um, Don't chase him. But, and I've got two songs by them. Luckily, this is not the one that would totally discard or disregard our message. 
This is Holiday here on Radio Rover. <laughs> takes two to tango, but to play Dungeons and Dragons, you need at least three players and one dungeon master. Yoga, long since known as an art form to balance the body and mind. Well, that's great for the ladies and sissy boys, but what about the manly men? Yeah! I'm 80s heavy metal band, Vomit's bassist and retired Triple C Wrestling League champion, Viper Cobra. And you may not know this, but I am an extreme yoga professional. Yoga professional! Now my moves are available for you to master. The Viper Cobra's badass yoga studio is now open. So extreme! There will be no mountain salutations or downward facing dog in my program. Try moves like take your foot and put it on the ceiling. I don't care how you get it there, just get it there. Yeah! You're gonna stretch until you bleed. Don't think you can stretch that much? Wait till I burn you with cigarettes. <laughs> yeah! I keep the walls of my yoga dojo lined with Rottweil who have been listening to Godsmack 24-7. They're foaming at the mouth. This raises the intensity level to the max. max. To the max. Street. I spent the 90s in San Quentin perfecting my signature moves, like birth a baby polar bear. Yeah! And squeeze a scorpion in your fist. Street. Stretch till it hurts, then punch yourself in the stomach repeatedly. Grab <laughs> both ears and stretch them out as far from your head as possible. So extreme. Make sure to keep breathing like a heaving vulture. <laughs> extreme. Yeah. Extreme. Yeah! Viper Cobra's badass yoga studio, you're gonna bend over backwards and lick the ground. Or I'm gonna throw an angry snake at your face. Snake at your face. Street! Yeah, we're gonna inject protein shakes right in your chest. Yeah! Right in your chest. Protein shake. Protein shake. Protein shake directly in your chest. Extreme! Yeah! Yeah! Bum 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 b
happy pincer, and I'm all about pinching pennies. Between showering and laundry, you can really use a lot of water. That adds up. Today, I've got a big tip for you to help you pinch some pennies on your water bill. It's easy. Shower with your clothes on. Combining the task will save you money and time. Don't forget to separate the darks and lights. Want to save more money? Invite a friend to shower with you. Since you're wearing clothes, it'll be less awkward. Save money. Save money. Save money. Save money.
are the days that they're all dying for Swiftly passing us by And these are the days that will hold us together For the rest of our miserable The rest of our unbearable The rest of our happy-go-lucky She's like such a good songwriter. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I never claim it. I just, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just miss hearing you play music. I'm so that. bad at taking compliments. I'm always like, uh, I don't know what to do. I think, I think you're pretty good at taking compliments. <laughs> Thanks. The smile. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's always, it's always slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I'm the biggest critic of my own music, you know what I mean? So, it's always like one of those things where people are like, oh, I love that, that was a great job. It's like, hey, you must be kind of stupid or something, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with your hearing? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or, like, <laughs> you might be being a little too harsh on yourself. Right, yeah, who knows? <laughs> or, you know, they're allowed to have their opinion, and that's yeah, cool too. that's cool. I just, I, you know, I've always played music for me. That's, that's always been it, you know? Well, it's working for you, Thanks. so stick with that. <laughs> I, uh... That song is, uh, that's a special one, um, you know, it's one of the breakup songs, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, a uh, one of the, it's pretty obvious, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely a, a, a you're gonna be okay song, you know what I mean? Like, that's all it is. We all need them. Yep. That's pretty much what all my songs are, when I think about it. It's just like, hey, you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be alright. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna be alright. Like, we all get through it. Yeah. That, that's usually my source of, like, inspiration now is all based on that. You know what I mean? Like, just something to get through, you know? I don't know. Music's the outlet. Yeah. I, I've never been able to write happy songs. I don't know why. I don't know. Like I, like, I have maybe one or two, but, like, it's very rare that I'll even play them or touch them. You know what I mean? They don't feel right. Like, something's weird about them. I don't know. I mean, like, but I feel like, like there's not a lot of your songs are, are completely happy, but a lot of them are optimistic. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like, I've always been extremely depressed and, like, you know, dealt with mental health issues, but I was always really optimistic about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was always like, eh, you know, like, this never, sucks, but I'm going to get through it. You've never really. been one of those people that, that wasn't smiling. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, and, you know, <coughs> I, I always try to, like, just be nice and, and you know, respectful and stuff like that, and, like, when I was partying and stuff, like, my biggest focus was never what I was doing, it was making sure everyone was having a good time, and you know what I mean, and, like, stuff like that. I do. But, like, uh, I don't know, it's just, like, nowadays, it's, it's probably the only place I can be real is in, like, songs like that, you know what I mean, because, like, I, I don't want to be a downer, you know what I mean, I don't, don't want to sit out here and talk about, you know, what's you know going through your head and all the stuff, you don't want to be a mope, you don't want to be that dude that's wallowing in self-pity and all that kind of stuff, like, that's a bad look, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's, it, and not only bad for other people, it's bad for you. Yeah, it's exactly. A bad place to and let it's a live. bad place to be, you know? It, it, you don't want to, like, 
dwell on your insecurities and your the negative things in your life. So the best thing you can do is put a smile on your face. And like, you know, the first thing and one of the only things that was rep repeated through like going to therapy and doing stuff like that was, you know, if you force a smile on your face, the smile becomes real after a while. You know what I mean? Like if you force yourself to act like you're happy, it takes practice. You will be happy. Like it, it just takes getting out of that mold. And like, that's what the songs do for me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they, they give me a channel to like put all of that stuff so that way I can put the smile on my face and be actually happy. You know what I mean? Deal with like, the feelings and then be present. Exactly. Yeah. And be in the moment, you know, and not, not feel like you're just drifting or wandering. Like the actually whole time. putting them somewhere, almost like in a box. Right. Now they're in that. It's compartmentalized. And the best part is recording them onto an album because then it's gone forever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but there's like, also a piece of, like, dealing with it. Yeah. And, like, articulating it and being mm -hmm. aware of them and then being like, okay, but then. Yeah. Because, exactly. like, I always tell people, like, feelings aren't reality. Right. Feelings are a thing you're feeling. Right. And you can feel them. Yeah. And they're real to you. But yeah. your feelings are only your own. You know what I mean? And like, reality is still going on around you. I could feel a million different things right now and it would never, ex like, affect you in any way unless I acted out upon it. You right. know what I mean? And, like, that's what people... I, th I feel like your feelings have become so strong they emanate and, and like you know they you start thinking that like because I feel this way so strongly that everyone in this room must feel the same way you know what I mean and like that becomes a dangerous mindset or is, to get yourself or is responding or is to some kind of negative to, yeah. thing from you right and then and then that does become palpable right exactly so but like, if you smile people yeah. are gonna smile back at you exactly and that makes and everything then, feel a little better and you're gonna get the response that like makes you feel better like you smile and say hey good to see you somebody's gonna come up and give you a hug it's gonna yeah. feel great you're gonna be stoked you know what i mean makes like everything makes everything better and like you know just human contact and stuff like that simple things but like Hugs you know high fives, man. those songs like they, they're the ability to compartmentalize the the bad things that you deal with they're like sometimes like for some people they they you know their inspiration comes from good stuff like you know like they can write about happy things and stuff like you need to compartmentalize the happy emotions just as much as you need to deal with your sad emotions because some people are so extrovertedly happy i can't stand it you know what i mean like some people are so stoked on life it could make you puke but like true story you know those kind of people still compartmentalize those emotions and, and deal with them in the same way we deal with our sad or like you know the depressing emotions and stuff like that like you function the same way depending on it and like that gives you a lot of um, open, like, room to work creatively. You know what I mean? Is realizing that, realizing that all those functions that you use to do with this, you, you can also use them on, you know, things that you're not used to and, and put that into your music as well. Practice, and like, man. Yeah, it, it all takes practice, but like, you know, that's, that's the biggest key factor is putting it all in there and like getting some kind of optimism out of it so you're not just sitting there like dwelling on the negativity, you know? Yeah. So... I don't know. That's every single song I have is just that. You know, like compartmentalizing something. Well, I can't wait to hear what you do with all of those compartments. Yes. I can't wait for the new project. Where should people keep up with you um, to make sure they uh, know all about it when it happens? Facebook is the best thing. That's really all I use. I'm an old person when it comes to social media, so like I don't really look at anything else but Facebook. I like, and I don't really. I don't know. The, the music page. But the music page, yeah, is like the only thing I'm able to operate and 
successfully. So you Showed can the search Bandrew or uh, you know my own one, Andrew Bain, that has like I have an artist page or whatever. Okay. But like my personal Facebook, honestly, is just like where I rely on everything. Like I post stuff on the band stuff and I share stuff on my artist page and stuff like that. But you know that's just gonna be updates and stuff about what's going on or whatever. But like. Okay. And what's your um, Facebook page for your artist page? Just search my name. You'll just see me Andrew pop Bain? up right next to mine. Yeah. Okay. Like my personal one is Andrew Elijah Bain. Gotcha. Andrew Bain is the artist one. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So Andrew Bain on Facebook, and that's B-A-Y-N-E. B-A-Y-N-E, yep. And, uh, you know, be sure to check out all the other music that is there. You know what I mean? Like, there's the Jack's Taxi stuff, all the acoustic stuff I did with Brittany online, oh, too. Oh, yeah, those. Um, I haven't listened to that in a while. You can go to jackstaxi.bandcamp.com, and that's got, we did six songs at the Moonwalker mm -hmm. uh, with Russell Lacey. And that, Who's amazing. Yeah, and like we did it really raw. We recorded it out, outside on his porch. Nice. And like you can hear like, you know, crickets and stuff in the background. I love it. And uh, it's very raw. There's no mixing, no mastering, no editing, no nothing. Like you can hear us talking and goofing around on one the tracks take. and stuff. Yeah, all one take. Because we wanted it, you know, that's, again, my focus is always raw and yeah. being real. So we didn't mix it or master it or anything. But that's probably my favorite body of work that I've done right now, honestly. So like, Jack's Taxi. Jack's Taxi. But like ba the Bandu record is by far the most work I've put into something and something in the music I'm most proud of. But when it comes to like my... Where what you I, go? What I, the, my, the only bit of music of mine that I can actually listen to is the Jack's Taxi <laughs> stuff. Because I put on the Bandu stuff and I'm instantly turning red and turning it off. You know what I mean? Like, I can't listen to this. This is silly. And like, same thing with Splendid Sons. I can't listen to my own stuff because then I just get embarrassed. But Jack's Taxi, I have the ability to sit down and actually listen to, and I, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, speaking of optimistic songs, I, I can't believe I, I kind of let this one slip through my uh, my uh, memory crack here. But uh, there's a video of you guys. Um, it was filmed outside the Republic, mm -hmm. where you represent Splendid Sons. Beautiful day. In the alley. Beautiful day. Yeah. Very optimistic song. Actually, a song that I was listening to a lot when I was going through a hard time. That's awesome. Um, that makes me really happy. Um, yeah, I remember being there for the shoot. Yeah, and uh, that was that was a really cool shoot. Tyler Conta, a really good song. Did that mm -hmm. that was awesome. Um, it was the Big Meadow sessions when they were still going. Yeah, and that those were fun. Uh, we actually did two more of those um, that, that were a little less uh, known, but we did uh, one for a song that was like uh, that. We'd be playing banjo now. Um, Crack a smile. Uh -huh. It's actually on the banjo record. There's a version of it online where me and Brittany do it as a duet. Oh, awesome. Um, in like this weird, creepy field and it's freezing in the middle of winter. You know what I mean? We're, where can we find that? Uh, I think it's on YouTube. Uh, I think you go on Big YouTube Meta and Sessions. Look up Big Meadow Sessions. Meta it'll Sessions. pop up. Just put, a, put in Jack's Taxi and it, okay. it'll, it'll pop up on YouTube. But we did that one and then another song called Epidermis that was like we found this really cool like burnt down house in the middle of the woods and recorded it in there and it was kind of cool. Um, the videography is really good because Tyler Conte is the man. Um, I still wish he would do those big meadow sessions. They were so cool. It's like, you know, the black cab sessions and uh -huh. stuff like that. That's what we felt like the whole time. Like, no, this is so nifty. Yeah, they're, they're nice. <laughs> like, yeah. Very cool. It's pretty cool. But yeah, definitely go check out some of that Jack's Taxi stuff if you get the chance because that was stuff that, you know, I, I think uh, is very relatable. You know what I mean? It's, it's the songs that, like, female, male, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, she, her vocals are freaking amazing, and mm -hmm. she sings great on that whole record. And that's the reason why I listen to it sometimes. And, like, it's funny is, like, hearing Cassie, my girlfriend, call me <laughs> on the phone and, like, hearing her listening to it in the background. They're like, turn it off. What are you doing? <laughs> like, stop listening to that. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, 
but yeah, like definitely check out the Banjo record. Check out Jack's Taxi. If you haven't heard Splendid Sons, check it out. But like you know, that'll give you a good idea of where I'm heading in the future. Is trying to take all those things and put it all together. And like the Andrew Bain individual solo artist page. Yes, and I share uh, all that music all on the, the page. Yeah, I share all that music regularly, so cool. it'll pop up eventually. Well, thank you so much for being here, Thanks man. Thanks for it's having been me. It's so good to yeah, see you and I'm hang out and like talk real talk. Super happy to be here and glad that we got to have good talks. Can you guys yeah. talk for just another second while I try to do something? Yeah. I also really, really like your plugs. Thank you. I actually been, like, staring at them. All <laughs> I actually went to the store like four days ago and bought like ten packs. All nice. Once. And like got Cassie tapers too, so she could start gauging her ears out. And stuff. <laughs> She's always wearing those fake gauges. Always making yeah. fun of her. And I was like, "What are you doing? Get those things out of your ears. Just you gauge them." So <laughs> Shout out to Cassie. Cassie, Mwah. I love you. I miss you. All right. So uh, my, um, if it's okay, I'm gonna get off our, our playlist. So um, we were gonna hear a song from um, who we were gonna hear a song from um, from um, Camp Howard. Okay. But if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind playing out on that Splendid Sons video. That's cool. It's going to be from, from YouTube. So this is live in an alley, but it sounds great. It's the Splendid awesome. Sons. This is probably one of the, like, my favorite videos that we have. Of course. See, I told you, Nico. I knew he could do something with this one drum and make it so full. Like, of course. Dude, yes. Why would 
you want me to stay you don't enjoy me anyway you're just trying to find your own Christ and pick up your cross and walk away